0: This is the Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy. Welcome to show number 201. Hard to believe we got there, but since last week was 200, that makes this one, well, 201. That's kind of the way... Uh, the arithmetic works out on that. We are here again going through our um, walk through the principles. We're going to be talking about principle four today. I'll be joined in a little bit by uh, my lovely wife, Bev, to talk about that with us. Um, but a couple of things up front before we get to that. One of them is that uh, we are 100% listener supported. That means all of our funding comes from you, the listeners, and that goes to uh, messed up ministries to help uh, put uh, people into um, uh, ministry positions in prisons and to bring recovery message to their families and to people. Uh, in prisons, out of prisons, whatnot, all the stuff that we do for Messed Up Ministries, uh, this is where we get our funding from, the uh, large portion of it is from your giving. If you would like to be a giver, you can do it in a couple of different ways. One is through our Patreon platform, which is at uh, messituppodcast.com. Click on the Become a Patron button and you can go to our Patreon platform. Patreon does keep 8%, so 8% of what you give is not tax deductible, the 92% is. Um, if you want all of your giving to be tax-deductible, you can send a text uh, to the number 760 walls C A W A L L S C A and uh, just text the word mom and it'll walk you through that, and all of that is tax-deductible for us. We got ice machines going, we got birds going, we are in Hawaii. Uh, go ahead and I guess this is a good time for you to say hello, Bev. Hi,
1: everybody. Um, this is listener Bev from California uh you probably know in me. Hawaii and you probably know me from um former podcasts where I'm uh, Paul's wife. <laughs> yeah.
0: But but yeah. she still oh, is my wife. My, yeah. Right. She's not my former wife. It's yeah. Bev from California you know in what? Hawaii.
1: I <laughs> well, I didn't know it was going so yeah. nice so, to be called um, on. Caught her by surprise. There you <laughs> go. Nice to be.
0: So so thanks for being here Bev and thanks for being here listeners. Um we got a word of the week this week which uh, and a little bit fits into what was going on there. Um our, our word of the week this week is tumult, which is a loud, confused noise, um, especially by a large group of people. But it doesn't have to be by a large group of people. But uh, we had some some tumult going on here with ice machines and birds in Hawaii. Uh, so if you can use tumult in a sentence, yes, Bev. Uh,
1: if it was only ice, then it would have been a one molt.
0: One molt if it's just one thing. Yes, that's okay. very good. Okay. That's very. I approve of that interruption. Um, so. Um, If you can use it in a sentence this week, go ahead and give yourself those 10 bonus points and enjoy uh, all of that. Um, Like I said, we are here in Hawaii, so we're recording a show. Uh, My grandson might be coming home from school when we're recording, so you might hear some, uh, well, a tumult (laughs) as they get home. Um, We'll see what happens. But right now, we're just gonna kinda jump into our, um, our show for this week. And what we've got going on this week is uh, our walk through the principles, and we're on principle number four. And
1: do you have that by any chance, Bev? I do. Um, It's the O in Mm -hmm. recovery, uh, and that is openly examine and confess my faults to myself, to God, and to someone I trust
0: and that goes along with steps four and five and there is a beatitude with this which is Matthew 5 8 that says happy are the pure in heart and steps four and five are we made a searching fear searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves that's four and five says we admitted to God to ourselves and another human being the exact nature of our wrongs and Um, Those are backed up by scripture as well. Lamentations 3.40 says, let us examine our ways and test them. Let us return to the Lord. James 5.16 says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. So a lot of things going on with this particular step uh, or principle, but it deals with That uh, I don't want to say dreaded, but that 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 famous step four, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, where we can lose a lot of Mm -hmm. people, where a lot of people uh, can shut down, where a lot of people get locked in and and freeze up. And it it, it can be a fearful thing. Bev, um, your initial impressions the first time you went through of this step, did you have any? Did you wonder, did you have any fears or excitement or thrills? What just not in actually doing it, but in, in, in looking at it when you read it?
1: Um, I think you asked me this question a long time ago when we were talking about these. And um, my response was that I had no idea, excuse me, had no idea what was coming. So I didn't know what to expect. And at that point, I didn't know enough to be afraid. I didn't know enough to be uh, embarrassed. All I knew was that my sponsor was saying, you need to do this. And she said, I won't let you die. (laughs) Yeah. So she kind of just took me by the hand and said, we're doing this, you know, so. And
0: I love that idea of I won't let you die because I think people get so concerned. One of the, the main roadblocks that I hear people trying to throw up for not doing recovery, that they try to get out of it or 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 have issue with 12 steps is, well, I just want the past to be the past. I don't want to be digging in that and we, I've moved on. I've been forgiven and I've forgotten. It's, there's no sense in, in dealing, you know, in, in looking at that anymore, which I get. We don't want to dwell in the past, but if we haven't dealt with the past, the, the past will still be dealing sure. with us. And it's, it just goes back to that lesson one denial. If we're afraid to do it because we don't want to feel that pain, that is a, a scary place to be. Um, I walked through the steps with a guy several years ago and this is where he came crashing down was in step four. He didn't want to look at those things in the past because there was so much pain and hurt and I know you've sponsored people and, and I've sponsored several people and gone through step studies and watched people deal with making that inventory and it can be interesting. Some people dive in. L- listener Kevin who's been on the show. Mm-hmm. He dove in. He, he put on, uh, you know, uh, one of those old school, you know, suits with the big <laughs> metal helmet. And he went down deep immediately. Right. Some people are just trying to be like a rock skimming across the surface. And they want to get barely wet, but they don't want to get submerged.
1: Um, I agree with that, um, Paul. I've seen a lot of people do various and sundry things, you know, uh, regarding this. I was just thinking to myself, though, as you were talking I can now see the importance of parents telling their children to always tell the truth. And, and I was thinking, if we were taught and we really embraced that thought of telling the truth, um, maybe we wouldn't have to go back and peel back so many layers, mm-hmm. um, but I think that human nature tells us if you want to be seen as a good person, you have to hide the things you've done right you know
0: yeah companies coming put everything Mm -hmm. uh in Mm -hmm. a closet Mm -hmm. and and that doesn't mean it's not there it just means you can't see it
1: right Right. and
0: I I remember going through this when I was a a teacher and I realized as an adult you don't get in trouble for not doing your homework you know and I had a piece of paper that I was supposed to have turned into the office and the secretary said hey do you have that paper and I was like no why don't you have it I said you know, I just didn't do it. It just wasn't that important to me. And I, I forgot I'll I'll go do it now. Um, but I just didn't do it. And whereas before I would have t- tried to come up with an excuse, you know, the dog ate my homework. It, it you know, I made it into a paper airplane. And it got hijacked to Cuba, something like that, that I was trying to get out of it. And that's just my pride stepping in front of me, trying to take the bullet for me is like, you know, pride will stop all of the bullets. And it doesn't. It just makes things wait for later. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes it worse because now I've got this story that i've told that i have to try to maintain or ease my way into the truth on and it's just not it's not a healthy way to be
1: um do you think that sometimes the, the way the reason why people don't want to share that an inventory like this or do the work is because now that no longer gives them uh an excuse for uh, doing Absolutely. the same things over and over Absolutely. again. Absolutely. Know?
0: I think that it it is very much that uh, thing that you know people don't want to have to um, change. And, and I think that's why a lot of people don't want to come to celebrate recovery is is they don't want to change those behaviors that they've been doing that got them to celebrate recovery that they realize are a problem. Anyway, they don't want to give it up. I see it so many times with, with and we heard last time we were at, at CR Summit in person, you know, talking about that afternoon glass of wine with moms just to take the edge off oh, with right, the kids right. and, and how it's just like, I, I, I can feel a lot of my friends who drink when I talked about celebrate recovery, they feel like, oh, they can't come because they still want to be able to have a beer or a glass of wine, with dinner. I was like, that's fine. It's, it's all about excess. It's, it's, it's these mm-hmm. things that we do to mm-hmm. excess, not the things that we do. Mm-hmm. It's, and, and, and certain things, excess starts right away. Murder. Excess starts as soon as you do it. You know, eating does not. Eating is necessary. Overeating, there's a point where you start that. And over drinking, over consuming, whatever it is, that's a a thing where, where each person has to set their own individual guidelines and road marks and boundaries. And I can't set that for you, but I think people do get into a situation where they feel um, maybe self-condemnation or they feel like right. like I'm judging them because of what they do, that they think that I won't approve. And, and honestly, I don't, I don't mind if you have a glass of wine with dinner. It's not it's not a problem. If you're an alcoholic, I don't recommend that you do it, but I don't have a problem with you doing that, even though I'm the leader of celebrate recovery. It's just something that people do. I, I like to have, you know, 17 diet cokes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's probably excess.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think too though, that um, some of the ladies in my group, have been afraid because they don't know what their faults are, and they're 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 uh, not. I don't want to use the word ignorant, but they haven't been. They don't trust the process, I guess. And I think it's ignorant so new- is there, yeah, and, and
0: ignorant is not a problem. That's let's just get that out of the way right now, yeah. too. Ignorant and stupidity are different things. Yeah, ignorant, right. means you just don't have the information. Stupid is you've got the information, you're deciding to ignore it.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So I mean. It's important for, let me back up a minute. No,
0: uh, no, no. I no. just put the microphone <laughs> closer to you.
1: Sometimes, um, like, I'm the kind of person that has, because I'm so codependent, I've always wanted to um, work for the the pleasing of people. That That's often my motivation. Mm-hmm. So I hide behind that so often that there are times that, I don't even know that I'm hiding a fault because it's become such a habit. Yeah. Does that make sense? I get Am I that. making sense? Yeah. And so I've seen ladies who have said that. Well, you know, what's the sense of me even doing this? Because who I am is who I am, and what I am is what I am. And yeah, that's So the, the
0: Popeye ministry. Right, right. You know, right, I right. am what I am. And, and,
1: and yet, as you said, those very same people are the ones that will be saying... Well, that doesn't bother me anymore. Okay, well, why are you still talking about it mm-hmm. then if it's not bothering you mm-hmm. anymore? And they don't understand that the voice is a very... Putting voice to your worries, putting voice to your uh, mistakes, um, putting voice to your character defects is exactly what's needed in order to rid them from your life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, And,
0: and, and part of the... The deal with going through this and looking at this is, is you know, we talk about in the second half of it is sharing it with somebody and, and having a friend. And a lot of our friends are sinners. And our word, or our song of the week this week comes from We Are Messengers. It's called we, "Friend of Sinners." So here's ninety seconds of We Are Messengers, "Friend of Sinners." We'll be back on the other side to talk about that and continue talking about principle number four. So uh, here's ninety seconds of We Are Messengers. Jesus.
1: on a cross, it was finished. You qualified me for heaven when you said, "Father, forgive them." Jesus, friend of sinners.
0: Hey, there you go, Jesus, uh, well not Jesus, friend, just Friend of Sinners from uh, We Are Messengers. And I, I, we had to stop. We don't normally do this, but uh, my grandson came home. So we stopped, uh, I went and did some flooring and came back and showered and got cleaned up. We now have a gecko in the room with us. So we're recording in front of a live audience and the microphones aren't working the same. So I apologize for the way it sounds the second half. I haven't been able to figure it out and I'm just living with what it is. So um, sorry about that, but Uh, Bev, talk to me about what you think on this song, Friend of Sinners.
1: There are so many mysteries about the relationship that um, Jesus has with us uh, through his Father God. And one of the ones that constantly floors me is the thought that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Christ died for me. And so this one part that says, Jesus, friend of sinners, your heart is full of grace. Long me, long, Loved me long before I wanted to change. Jesus, friend of sinners, your table is where I find that someone just like me could sit by your side. And um, I remember thinking when I was younger that I had to clean up my act before I could come to, mm-hmm. to God, mm-hmm. you know. And that is just, I don't even always treat people that I know or people that I don't know with that same kind of respect that if they, um, if they're not like me, if I feel like that they're doing things that I wouldn't do, um, I kind of don't want to hang around with them and that it's so opposite of what Jesus does right. over and over in the Bible. Anyway, I love yeah, that Yeah,
0: and, and, and that's, that was the line that stood out to me too is, you know, someone just like me could sit by your side and, and in the bridge it says, hanging on the cross, you said it was finished. You qualified for me for mm-hmm. heaven. And that feeling of, of unworthiness is something that I've struggled with and, and continue to struggle with is, you know, feelings of self-worth and, and you know, needing validation. And, you know, Jesus did validate us when he did that and, and he declared us worthy. And um, it is a good reminder. And, and plus, I, I like anything with we are messengers because they're Irish and sometimes I break into my Irish for you just a little bit and talk like they do and it's just fun.
1: Well, you know, the truth of the matter is, Paul, that um, yes, we are worthy. We're made worthy by Christ. But the truth of it is we cannot stand alone on our own worthiness. The only reason why we are worthy or acceptable to stand before the throne is because Jesus paid for my life um, uh, with his blood and uh so we can never i can never take that too lightly because standing alone i wouldn't have a chance no that's why we need our forever
0: family that's right and why i love recovery so much
1: right right and
0: uh and and principle four um which you know we, we said before goes along with uh verse or step four and five but um the 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 verse for step four is lamentations 340 and I was just reading again. It says, let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to the Lord, which to me assumes, presumes, you know, it it indicates that our ways are not God's ways and that our need, ways need to be different. And then we can return to the Lord that we need to we need to be better. But we don't have to change before we can go right. before the Lord. We've got a new covenant. This was an Old Testament covenant. We've got a new covenant and we can go right you know, like I say, you know, come as you are. Don't stay that way, but come as you are. Yes. Yeah, it's um, it's a good reminder, I think. Good I do too.
1: Yeah, good point.
0: So, um, you know, as we've been doing, we talked about what the step looks like uh, on paper. What does, does the fourth step uh, or the fourth principle? look like to you in practice Bev, or what did it look like the first time you went through because i know you had a, an interesting experience with that like you said you know your your sponsor told you i won't let you die you know
1: um like i often feel in life my fear was that i wouldn't do it right mm-hmm. you know i i'm about correct i'm about precise um sometimes i can be a little OCD about things, and so looking at the grid that I was going to use, the the way it was out on the paper, you know, my concern was how am I going to write in these little squares or, you know, do I write this out as a narrative? What do I do? How do I walk through this? And so my sponsor just kept a really close eye on me and um, she would ask me every time she saw me and check up on me at least once a week to see how it was going. And, she really gave me great instructions, you know, because I didn't understand how it was going to work. And I found a little bit of confusion between um, the, what I was, well, the way this, the um, grid is written out, you first write who it is that uh, has hurt you. And then, you know, what did they do in the second column? Then in the third column, what are you, you know, uh, what, uh what are you what are you left no how does it go help me Okay, so i I forget i I approach them a little bit differently differently, than the way it's written so i look
0: at it as the 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 event whatever it was that the person that either that has hurt you or that you've hurt right or that you've got resentment towards or, or whatever that person that Place that entity. Sometimes it's a, a just a thing. The church, yeah. The police, school, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that first column is is it's a, a noun of some sort. Mm-hmm. The second column is what happened. You know, mm-hmm. I'm you know I'm writing uh, you know ice cream uh, vendors, and then here's what happened. I had an ice cream vendor shove a snow cone in my eye. Uh, whatever it happened to be, you know, you write in the event and give a description of the event the 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 way that i look at column three is how it affected me at the time at the what did time. it do to me at the time what was my feeling my emotion and then the the fourth column i put in as the long lasting what's the yes. the effect the remnant what's yes. the scar or the the aroma that's left because of that event right, that happened? right and then we get to column five
1: yeah okay yeah and the way i would do that column four is what am i left with today from okay, that event yeah. yeah column five is what is my um, part in this? Yeah, And that was really, actually, to be completely honest with you, which I know that's what you want me to be. I I
0: appreciate that you're Um, starting that now. I wish you would have, you know.
1: Yeah, started from the very beginning, right, right, right. Um, And by the way, we're just joking, okay? Um, Anyway, to be honest with you, I couldn't tell the first time what I was talking about, what my part was. I didn't understand that. I had a hard time with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It, it's hard. It can be very difficult to wrap your it can uh, your brain around that. But
1: here's what I'm finding as years have rolled by and I've done this over and over and over again. I'm starting to understand that my part in it is um, kind of like it points to my character defects. It, it points to those things that um i need to allow god to change in me mm-hmm. so you know that helps me a little bit to understand and i'm seeing patterns now that i never saw before
0: to me it's like watching a movie or a tv show or whatever after the first time the first time you get the general idea yes. the second time and, and subsequent times after that i understand now how this is going to mesh together and and those character defects and I said, oh, I got you now and I, I understand this. And and I was the frogman approach when I did mine. I dove in because I was, you know, like I've said so many yeah. times before, I was in the yeah. middle of probation and, and already doing this stuff. So so my insides were already ripped. I didn't have to go digging to find these things. I had, you know, it was already pretty fresh in my mm-hmm. mind. So um, I was able to get in and, and do like you did, a very, very long and thorough uh, inventory of what was going on, but it was so freeing. It was just, yes. you know, everything I wrote was something that I was giving up. It was something that I was not carrying yes. anymore. And, uh, and and some of those things I went back and said, you know, maybe I'll keep this for a little while. And mm-hmm. I've had to write them again mm-hmm. um, in in uh, the next inventory or the one after that. But for the most part, it continues to be a uh, a declining... Level of weight that I'm carrying around each time. It, it, it's, it's a degenerative um, situation for all that baggage that I have. It, it's getting less and less each time.
1: Yeah. Um, can we talk a little bit about the, the attitude that goes with this? Sure, let's. Yeah. Um, you know, I had said on our very first podcast that we were talking about these um, principles that I didn't understand the connection between one of them and the beatitude. This one I completely understand. It makes complete sense to me that um, when we are uh, when we are following what God's greatest desire is for us, then we should want to submit to His will and ask Him to help us in our lives. Does that, I mean I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. That's the wrong one. Happy are the pure in heart. That's right. So. When we empty our lives and we begin to talk about who we are and the things that we've done, I think the end result is our heart becomes pure.
0: Yeah. I think And we, that gives joy.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I got no, off on that's the wrong okay. step. That's there. okay. It's a yeah. preview
0: for the next <laughs> podcast on Mess It Up Podcast. Um, yeah, we 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 get that purity which just makes things so much less difficult Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't make everything great Mm -hmm. just makes things so much less difficult
1: can i say that the first time i went through this i was still playing the blame game so in that last column where i was supposed to be taking responsibility for my actions Mm -hmm. there were so many that i was still saying it was somebody else's fault it took me a while to come around to accept Except my part. And that was going to be my something. follow-up question. Is how, did mm-hmm. you,
0: how did you get there? Was that something that you worked on with your sponsor? Did your co- sponsor call you out and say, uh, this is baloney here? Or, um, or did you just have your own self-realization after going through it?
1: And- I just had my own self-realization. She was giving me a lot of grace that night. Mm-hmm. She knew she was one of the kind of sponsors that says, all right, we're sitting down here and we're going to do a lot of work tonight. You're going to sit down you're going to share your inventory with me. We're going to go back and we're going to find the character defects. I mean, she had Mm. me highlight those. Then she said, we're going to pray over each one of these people Mm. and each one of these circumstances. And um, you're also going to, you're going to talk to God about your character defects tonight. Wow. And so it was like, it was a big clump, you know, she was doing a lot. And I think. She was a busy lady, you know, and she, I think she just, while she had me and I was in a tender moment and I was vulnerable, I think she knew that she could get that from me.
0: And, and like so many things in recovery, you know, your results may vary yes. based on your sponsor and yes. how they run things. And there's no one way to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and so you, you might experience something different. Um, but that does get to that, that step five part and and, and there's there's 12 prints or 12 steps eight principles so they're going to scrunch some of them together um so four and five are scrunched in here but but talking to someone and sharing that inventory it's, it's not enough just to write it down and light it on fire and you put it on a balloon out into the pacific mm-hmm. ocean it's you want to have somebody hear this so then they can do things like hold you accountable for things but also I, my, 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 one of my most striking experiences in recovery was going through a man's uh, inventory and having him just realize when he said that it was something that happened was his fault. And I, I, I as a sponsor, I don't typically correct people when they're doing their inventory. I was like, no, wait a minute, hold on a second here. No, it's not true. And just the realization, it, it changed his life. His life went in a different direction at that moment. And uh, that's the beautiful thing to me about about sharing. And, and, I, you know, one of my favorite stories beyond that on, on step five is my friend Scooter from the prison who you know, he went through the first time he did his steps with an uh, N.A. He went down to Home Depot. And he hired a day laborer, made sure that they didn't speak English, and he shared his inventory with him because he knew he was supposed to share his inventory with someone. Funny. I don't know why he wasn't sharing with his sponsor, but um, yeah, that that's Scooter.
1: You know, let me just say too, though, I don't know if you had this experience or not, but I... I often looked at my sin, my past sins, my past mistakes, my past character defects in sort of a global way. Mm-hmm. And I found myself saying oftentimes in my prayers, Lord, forgive me for the sins I've committed. They were never specific. Generic, right. Yes. Right. And so when I got to this one and I was really confessing my faults, mm-hmm. I was able to actually look at each one. And for some of those, It was the first time i was actually specifically specifically saying to god god i'm sorry i did this yes not like um because i need that i need i need to know exactly what it was and i think that god appreciates that that realization coming to that i'm
0: a firm believer that specific prayer delivers specific answers yes general prayer delivers general answers yes and Um, I think that we should be specific with those things because it's a conversation. And just like when we talk with our kids, I love it when my kids are specific with me, like, hey, you know, or the the common thing is to hear an athlete or a politician get up and if I've offended anyone for what I've done, you know, say what you did and say, you know, I know that that was wrong. And now I'll respect you.
1: I heard somebody say one time, just using exactly that example, if you're saying, if I ever, what you're saying is, I never did anything wrong. Yeah, I don't it think I did. It was all in your interpretation. Yeah, but somebody else thinks so. Right. Yeah, right. yeah,
0: uh-huh. exactly. So um, so step four and five, they're, they're really difficult, but they're so freeing to me. And I, I just love, love, love step four and five um, and principle four um, so much. Uh, is there anything else that you want to add?
1: I, you know, going back to what you said about you may experience different results. Um, For me, I've said this before and I'll say again because I'll always remember this. I smiled for a solid month after this. I couldn't stop smiling. I couldn't wipe the smile off my face because there was so much joy and peace. Mm. And I really didn't feel like I threw off a lot of burdens. Now... I have to be careful when I'm walking other ladies through this that I don't expect for them to have the very same response that I have. Correct. And so I've made that mistake a couple of times. And I'm apologizing to anybody that I've done that to. And I've made amends for that. But sometimes I've built it up to the point where other ladies did not have that experience. It's like, I must have done it wrong. Right, right. It was their response. And then I feel awful because, you know, we all go through this... In some different form mm-hmm. or way. it's it, does, it doesn't work the same way with every person. Yeah. And plus we all have different uh, emotional levels too. And like we yeah. say
0: in recovery that, you know, expectations are premeditated right. resentments. And right. So we need to go into it with an open heart and a, a, a just a, a clarity that, you know, mm-hmm. whatever happens is going to happen and, mm-hmm. and not to put expectations on it. But, but one expectation you can have is that it, it's a difficult step. There's a lot of work in it. If, if you fly through your fourth no. and fifth step, you might not have taken the step as seriously as you should.
1: The, the only other thing, too, I was going to say is I love it that they use the word openly examine, examine. Mm-hmm. It's not just like opening up your life and saying, eh, well, okay, I see this one. This one jumps out at me. Okay, let's stop that. It isn't that. I mean, I really believe that it's going to God and asking him, God, will you show me what is going on? And after you show me, I'm not going to push that aside. I'm going to take it seriously right? and And I'm going to decide what we need to do about this. And to openly
0: examine, Mm -hmm. it's not going in with your preconceived notions about this is what's wrong. And this is what I'm looking for. And just, you know, finding all the things that back up your story. It's being open to it. It's like having a Mm -hmm. conversation and the person, you know, might be on the complete other side of the conversation from you Mm -hmm. and being open to hear that information and, and maybe change your mind because you're open to that. Uh, It's, it's, it's critical. And if you're not being open with yourself on this, you're only fooling yourself. Yes. Yes. And, and you're not hurting anybody but yourself, but you're holding back all the joy that people are gonna get from your better life by doing so just just do it. Just, yes. just yes. open up uh, and dig in. Um, speaking of opening up and dig in, we're gonna we're gonna close this, but you know, if you want to open up and dig in um and, and help us financially, you are just more than welcome to bless us with your either one-time gift or recurring gift. Uh, You can go to MessItUpPodcast.com and click on the Become a Patron button and go through our Patreon giving service, or you can go through our uh, giving service through church teams, which is uh, text to give. Text the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA, and uh, that will help financially support the show and Messed Up Ministries. Listen, people. If you're listening to this as the show comes out, this is important. For if you're if you're a late listener and you you know you're binging, this is not going to be as critical to you. But today's Tuesday, um, uh, February eighth, when this show comes out. Friday, February eleventh, my new book with uh, Faith Paxton uh, helped me on this one with um, some uh, some food parts of it and got, got me some great recipes, but it's called Piece by Piece. It is coming out on Friday, and what I want everyone to do, I want you to hold on till Friday, and I want you to go to Amazon or to Apple Books. You can get it on your Kindle. You can get a paperback through Amazon. You can get it on your uh, the, the digital version um, on uh, your Apple uh, reader as well, uh, but it's called Piece by Piece. It's by Paul Pippin uh, with Faith Paxton. And we want everyone to buy it on Friday because that helps us jump up the charts Uh, for that week. We'll had a good uh, chart number for the week, and that's it's just fun to be able to to do that. Um, Last time, uh, the first book made it to number 47 on the Amazon chart Uh, for Christian Biographies. I'm hoping that we can uh, jump up the charts high with this. So go on Friday and uh, make your purchase. Buy a bunch give them out as, as gifts for friends. You can do early Christmas shopping right now and get your friends a copy of the book. Um, but uh, we really appreciate all that you do to help us out. And that just um, means the world to me that people would care enough to, uh, to read. And you know, I took the time to write it, so, uh, and Faith took the time to help edit it. So um, we really appreciate your support. Uh, so go check that out on Friday.
1: And I just want to remind everyone out there that that is Peace, P-I-E-C-E, by Peace, P-E-A-C-E. That's yeah, the other way around. It's P-E-A-C-E oh, good grief. by P-I-E-C-E. Oh,
0: and there are, I found out, I didn't check out my book title before I made it. There's several books by that. So just check out P-E-A-C-E by P-I-E. So, you know, Joy in Your Heart by A Piece of Pie um and uh that's uh that's what the book and is And folks
1: when it's when it's Paul and I talking always listen to him because I make lots of mistakes. Wow,
0: wow. (laughs) I'm glad we're recording that. I'm just going to cut out the part and and, and clip it just so it says, always listen to Paul. Well, you know, the
1: microphone kind of scares me a little bit. It still (laughs) intimidates me. So when I'm going to say something important, it usually comes out backwards. No, that's fine. That's
0: that's just great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hopefully you can hear the Koki frogs in the background uh, from here in Hawaii. Uh, Check out our Instagram. You'll see a picture of our friend, the gecko, he hasn't moved this entire time. He's just chilling. He's a little tiny guy, he's smaller than my pinky. Just a little baby gecko, but um, it's kind of fun to have him here with us. Um, thanks for buying the book in advance. Thanks for uh, the people who have bought the first book. If you haven't bought the first book, check out Still in Beta by Paul Pippen. That's my story. And uh, I appreciate all the people who are supporting my authoring uh, endeavors as well as uh, listening to the show. Make sure you share the show with your friends. Uh, Get people to listen. It's always nice to have uh, plenty of people listening to the show. Makes it feel like um, we've done something for uh, that one person who needed to hear it. So I guess I don't have anything else to say other than uh, aloha and mahalo. And we'll see you next time we mess it up, which, by the way, will be my birthday. (laughs)